know, we have to choose to keep believing God. If you are believing God concerning something, you got to stay believing God. Amen. He's rooting for you to win. He's looking at your faith, wanting you to win. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. In other words, it's possible to waver. Adra gave the example. She gave the exam. I remember a few months ago when we were, you know, we, we were on Shami's bed and she was, uh, it was like the doctors had said, you know, she's going. So get ready. So they called the pastors and we were there. And frankly, we were just praying that she would go peacefully. But then I have a stubborn wife, praise God. And she said, no, 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 no. Why does she have to go this way? And I was praying that she would live. Are you hear what I'm saying? You know, and, and sometimes you will waver, but somebody else will encourage you. And Andrew admitted that she was wavering when she saw those toes. But bless God, I also am stubborn. I said, keep on believing. The point I'm making is that we need each other. But the Bible says, hold fast the confession of your hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Glory to God. Verse 35 says this, therefore do not cast away your confidence, which is really your faith. Do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise for yet a little while. And who is coming will come and will not tarry. Verse 38, now the just shall live by faith. The righteous shall live by faith. You have been called to live by faith. It is not an option. <laughs> How many of you are the righteous here? We are the righteous because of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are called to live by faith, not by sight. No wonder God, uh, Jesus said to Jairus, keep on believing. Keep on believing. Now notice what it says. It says, now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back or slacks or turns away from what they are believing, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Hallelujah. So don't stop believing. Keep on believing. I want to declare. I want you to keep on confessing. Keep on declaring. You see, there's a, the, 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 sometimes in, 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 the in the time of testing, that is when you realize whether you're in a place of faith or not. That's when you, you, you begin to recognize, do I really believe this? When you're beginning to say that you are blessed, even though your bank account is not blessed, that's when the test is. Do you really believe you're blessed just because God says so? Or because you have five million in the account, that's when you say, I'm blessed. Or do you believe because of what God says? That's when the test comes, you know. That's when you, you have to keep on declaring what you believe, no matter what. Hebrews 4.14 says, seeing that, that, that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Let us hold fast our declaration. You have to keep on saying, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath, even though you may not have the promotion. You have to keep on saying that promotion comes neither from the east or the west. It comes from the Lord, even though they may have snubbed you again. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You have to keep declaring, I will not die, but I will live. To declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You have to keep on declaring these things, even though it may be in the face of something that is totally contradictory to the word of God. Jesus said to Jairus, even though they said, your daughter is dead, he said, don't be afraid. Keep on believing. 
Glory to God. Why? Because the Bible says in Mark 9, 23, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. If you can believe, if you can keep on believing, it's possible. Once you stop believing, then it, can, it, it sort of detaches what is possible. But if you can keep on believing, the Bible says, all things are possible. Coming back to Shyamie's toast, I remember on well, that's, that Sunday night when, when we heard the, 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 the report that her, her leg was not going to be amputated. I remember there was a prayer. Pastor Bob prayed that prayer. That Lord, we are speaking life to those dead areas. He was speaking life to the dead areas. Glory to God. <laughs> All things are possible to him who believes. Also notice in verse 38 that when Jesus got to Jairus' house, there was commotion because the little girl was dead. And people were wailing loudly, you know, they were crying and, and they began to ridicule him, you know. The Bible says in verse 30, and when he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead but sleeping. The people then ridiculed Jesus and they mocked him and all that kind of stuff. And notice what Jesus did. He sent them out. He did not want any contrary Doubt. He didn't want doubts there and unbelief there and mocking and ridicule concerning what he wanted to do. Remember when Jesus was, he, the Bible says that he was going with his disciples and there was a crowd that was following him. They were going towards Jairus' house. And then at the point when the, the friends of Jairus came and said, you know, your daughter is dead. Don't bother the, the teacher. And then Jesus interjected and said, look, just keep on believing. The Bible says he did not permit anybody else to follow them except Peter, James, and John. And then Jairus, of course. Why? He did not want any contrary opinions, any negativity, any unbelief, any doubt. He did not want that. That's Jesus. How much more you and I? How much more you and I? You see, sometimes the word of God that we are holding on to will be totally contradictory to the reality of our situation. And sometimes, you know what? It may even get worse. In the case of Jairus' daughter, she died. You know, but folks, even when it gets worse, don't leave that word of God. Do you remember Moses was sent by God himself? The great I am was sent. He sent um, Moses to Pharaoh. He said, let my people go that they may worship me in the wilderness. Remember that? And the first time he went, the Bible says that Pharaoh said, oh, you guys, you have a lot of free time. Now you're going to build brick without straw. Things got worse. Things got worse. Remember Martha and Mary making a request to Jesus. Come, your friend Lazarus, he's, he's very sick. And then Jesus delayed deliberately. It got worse. He died. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But still, don't leave that word. No matter what, hold on to that word. I said, hold on to that word. Hold on to what you're believing. Now, it's very critical. When you are holding on to a word, when you are believing something, you have to watch the people you're hanging out with. Because frankly, some people will help you to doubt. Some people will help you to lose faith. You have to check your associations. you got to do that, folks. Because some people will help you believe, and some people will help you to doubt. And I'm talking of Christians. 
Some Christians will say, oh, you know what? You're, maybe you're believing for a miracle concerning healing. It's, oh, you know what? Uh, this person was also believing. They were a good guy. They were godly. They used to tithe, but, but they died. I don't want to hear people like that if I'm in a situation. I, 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 I don't, you know, you're not believing with me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You want somebody who is going to encourage you, your faith. Somebody who is going to lift you up in your faith when you are down. Amen. But sometimes people say, oh, you know, uh, you've got to be realistic about this. You know, be, be realistic about this. You know, uh, don't be fanatical. Well, what you're believing for is, 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 is it's impossible. Of course it's impossible. The Bible says what is impossible with man is possible with he who believes. You know, but some people will pull you down instead of lift you up. Watch your associations. Jesus did. He did not permit the nine apostles to follow him. And when he got to the house, he sent everybody else who was ridiculing him. Everybody else who was saying, oh, you know, what, what, what would you think you are? They were laughing. They were mocking him. The girl is dead. The girl is dead. Yes, she was dead. He took them out. And you know, Peter learned that lesson. When he went to raise Dorcas from the dead, he did exactly the same thing. When he got there, they were all saying how, oh, she was such a lovely lady. Oh, we wish she was still alive. The Bible says he sent them all out and he went there. He knelt down and prayed, Dorcas, get up. You have to shut out every doubt, even when it's from good friends. Amen. <laughs> this is good. He permitted no one, verse 30 says, he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John. And then verse 40, he had put them all outside. He took the father and mother and the child and those who were with him, and he entered. I tell you, when you're, you are against all odds, you need to stand with godly folks who will encourage you in your faith. You need to. Sometimes you have to ask God, Lord, send me somebody who will stand with me concerning this. You, you got to do that. You know, I mean, sometimes you make a proclamation, a, a declaration. You say, you know what? Um, you're believing that the least of us shall be a thousand. And it's a revelation for you. And somebody may come alongside and say, oh, yeah. And this may be a, a godly person, you know. Oh, yeah, but sometimes God gives people 10, to shepherd 10 and 20 and 30, you know. And they're trying to comfort you. <laughs> I don't want that comfort. I don't want that comfort. I want somebody who say, yes, the least of us shall be a thousand. And the smallest and mighty nation. I want somebody who will come alongside me and believe for the impossible. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You need to make sure you're associating with people who can lift you up, build your faith. Bible says in Psalm 1 verse 1, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. And a lot of people in the world mock, but some Christians also mock. Sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll rob you of even speaking in tongues. Amen. They'll rob you of your healing. They'll rob you of prosperity. They'll rob you of believing God. They'll mock at it. 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Now, of course, this is talking about non-Christians. But there are some Christians who are supposed to be believers, and they are unbelievers. You've got to be careful who you are yoked with. You have to be careful the church you go to. Is it a church that lifts you up, builds you up, helps you become more like Jesus Christ? Or is it a church that feeds you doubt 
and, 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 and disarms you from believing the things that are possible with God. Finally, I'll end with this. Speak life to the impossible situation. It's one thing to be believing. It's another thing to start declaring to that impossible situation. Jesus went into Jairus' house. He sent everybody out. He went up to the, to the room where the woman, the little girl was dead. And there was Jairus, his wife, James, Peter, and John. And then Jesus did exactly what Jairus had asked. He laid his hands on her. Verse 41, he took the child by the hand and he said to her, Talitha kumi, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Did you notice that he did exactly what Jairus had said? He laid hands on that little girl and the girl lived. But notice what he did. He also spoke to that dead situation. Oh, you and I have to learn to speak to things. Jesus spoke to a fig tree. He cursed the fig tree and it withered from the roots. God said it to Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? You got to speak. And he said, speak, the, prophesy the word of the Lord to these dry bones. He said, prophesy to these dry bones. Jesus said, if anyone whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that the things he says will happen. He says, it will be done for them. You and I have to learn to speak and declare to dead situations, to difficult situations. We have to learn to do that. Why? Because we are people of faith. Learn to declare what God has said concerning you. Learn to declare. You may be in debt. You may be bankrupt or whatever. Begin to declare that you are a lender and not a borrower. It may seem to completely contradict your situation. That's what the word of God usually does. Say, I am a lender. Wake up in the morning and say, I'm a lender. Say it several times a day. At least six times a day, declare, I'm a lender. I'm not a borrower. Declare that I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Declare that blessings crown the head of the righteous. You are the righteous. Declare that you have been crowned with the righteousness, with blessings. Amen. Declare that God's divine power has given to you everything that pertains to life and godliness. These are things you need to declare on a regular basis. Declare that you are well. You are healed because of Jesus Christ. It may be contradictory to your situation, but you are declaring truth. And as I've often said, truth always surpasses fact. Hallelujah. Because that's even what God did. God looked at the world. It was without form and, and void, and it was darkness covered the face. It says, let there be light. He spoke against what was there. And then things began to form. Let there be this and that. He spoke it into being. He calls the things that be not as though they were. Jesus said to this dead girl, little girl, I say to you, get up. Oh, church, I, I just want to encourage you today. My encouragement is that don't give up on what you believe in God for. Don't. This testimony of Shyami's testimony is a powerful one for me as well. Because, to be honest with you, I was so encouraged when Naresh said, you know, I got this word that her bones would not be broken. I was so encouraged. So encouraged. And then when Adra had the confirmation, the second time when she looked at her phone with the Facebook, it really encouraged me as well. But when we went there to pray, in a sense, I was just saying, Lord, it's in your hands. I don't know whether my faith was right up there. Do you know what I'm saying? 
But God wanted his word to come to the fore that, look, I have said that the bones will not be broken. And I'm so glad that even though I was there with Naresh, who was happy to do, you know, the best for his mom, you know, there was somebody, Ajo, who said, Lord, this is what your word says. Your word says no bones will be broken. You need somebody like that to stand alongside you. Because we all waver now and again. Amen. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will stir our hearts in, that inner, in our inner man and say, look, don't give up. That's the Holy Spirit. Or some, he will use somebody and say, don't give up. Or he will use somebody like me and say, keep on believing. Don't let go. Don't waver in your confession. Because he who promised is faithful. The word today is just a simple word. Keep on believing. Even though the odds are against you, God wants you to win. It doesn't matter how difficult it seems. He wants you to prevail, to overcome. He's rooting for you. And he has made his, his, his word is one of the main avenues and his spirit and his grace. If you humble yourself, if you humble yourself, Bible says he will give you grace. He will give you the strength. But you have to humble yourself. And one of the things about worship is that it comes from a place of humility. Notice that Jairus fell at the feet of Jesus. All these folks, there's so many different examples in the scriptures of people who fell at the feet of Jesus to worship. That's a sign of humility. And then he pours out his grace, his divine enablement to help you to win. To help you to win. Is your back against the wall today? Are you struggling about something? Is there something you've been believing that you're beginning to let go of? I believe God wants you to hold on. Don't give up. Hold on. He who promised is faithful. The Bible says all the promises of God are yes in Christ Jesus. That is why we say the amen. Because the promise is yes. The Bible says he's not a man that he should lie or the son of man that should change his mind. His word is fixed, it's settled in the heavens. His word is something you can stake your life on. Hold on to that promise. Hold on to that word the Lord has spoken concerning you. It will not delay. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for the examples that are in your word concerning how you dealt with people, how you encouraged people to receive miracles. Thank you for your word, which instructs us in righteousness. And I thank you for the example of Jairus and, and, and his daughter, how you, you, you encouraged him and how you're encouraging us this morning, this afternoon, not to give up, but to keep on believing. You know the hearts of the people here today, Heavenly Father. You know what people are going through. You know the struggle. You know the difficulty. You know those whose hearts are against, whose, whose backs are against the wall. I know your heart is for each one of us to win, to prevail, to overcome. Your word says we are more than conquerors. So in the name of Jesus, we humbly ask you for grace. I just want you to lift up your hands 
as an expression of humility and ask God for his grace. Ask God for his ability to help you to stand, to help you to prevail, to help you to win, to help you to win no matter what. Ask him for grace. Ask him for grace. Strengthen our faith by your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen us. Let us know that with you all things are possible. Manifest your word that says that all things are possible to him who believes. Father, we bless you. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you teach us to be worshipers. Teach us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Help us to truly be worshipers that worship you with all that is within us, that praise you with all that is within us. Let this be a house of worship. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We magnify you. In Jesus' mighty name, and all the beloved together said, 